0: Good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of Forward Maryland. My name is Bill Woodcock and today is Wednesday, February 26, 2020. Here's what's on my mind. Uh, the first thing that's on my mind is, doggone and I'm sounding like my head is in a bucket again. And I don't know what's going on. Oh, there we go. That may have gotten it a little bit better. Let's see here. Oh, there we go again. Oh, that's sounding better, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very happy, and I hope you're happy, too. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed the last edition of this Fine Podcast production. Uh, It it was on Saturday with our new and third uh, host. Ms. Katya ford Roden, uh, We had a great discussion and many more things to come. So we have uh, some great episodes planned for you, but uh, tonight it's just uh, boring. It's just me. No co-hosts, no guest hosts. I'm live. And so what's on my mind? Um, the latest Democratic debate, the South Carolina debate, happened last night. Uh, To ask me who won the debate, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm starting to have enough of these Democratic debates. Um, To me, these last two were not debates. Um, There's too much talking over. There's too much yelling. There's too much moderators not being in control. There's just way too much uh, nonsense is the word I'm thinking of. Very technical term there. Um, you know, for anybody to want to think that any of these people know what they're doing and that they're going to be able to become the next president and run the free world. Uh, So somebody's got to get this in control. I know there's at least one more debate. I believe it's going to be in Michigan um, between Super Tuesday and the Michigan primary. I may be wrong on that. Probably am. Haven't wrong before. But for some reason, I want to say March 5th is the date of the next debate. And uh, before that happens, I'm hoping that I believe CNN is doing that debate. Uh, before that happens, I'm hoping that the Democratic National Committee, whatever other powers that be, uh, kind of uh, get to, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, the people running the debate and saying, hey, hey, what's going on? Uh, This isn't making much sense. No, we want to put our best foot forward. um, Because otherwise, I just think that people are being done a disservice, and I'm not much for that. Uh, Technically, what did I think about the debate? Um, I thought Bloomberg did better than he did the first debate that he was in, which is not saying much. Uh, I think Elizabeth Warren uh, took too much time taking more pot shots at Bloomberg and not enough time drawing distinctions between herself and Bernie Sanders. Uh, I happen to think that there is a lot of the Democratic electorate who uh, wants to see Elizabeth Warren be the nominee, but she needs to give them more of a reason to be their first choice and not their second or third choice. Um I think that Bernie is quickly gaining momentum. Uh, I don't really think much was done to knock him off of his pedestal. I thought Vice President Biden did very well for the second straight week. Um, who I didn't really think helped themselves. You know, I don't think anybody on the right side of the stage helped themselves Mayor Pete, Senator Klobuchar, or, um, or Mr. Sire. Uh, really did much to help their case. And so, um, you know, after Super Tuesday next next week, there's going to be a lot of wondering, you know, what the shape of this race is going to be, who's going to stay in, who's going to be out. Of course, Tulsi Gabbard is still in there. Uh, so, uh, you know, she'll probably be in all the way till June. So, uh, you know, good old Tulsi so, that's the state of the race right now, and uh, right now it sounds as if this podcast is being recorded in a little bit of a wind tunnel, which is also intriguing. Uh, we've given up the bucket, and we now have a wind tunnel. So, um, hmm, don't know. Don't know, don't know, don't know, don't know. Wind tunnel, don't care. Um, all right, then. So, that. Uh, what else is going on in the world? So, um, uh, Governor Hogan has, uh, is, uh, showing the world he's an imbecile again. Um, you know, there is a foolish picture of him on his Facebook page, uh, where he was going to get his hair cut. Um, and Larry, let's just stop it with the short hair. Uh, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, we we know what the short hair is supposed to mean. It's it's for, for Jimmy Byrick. They named the award after him. Um, and your and your cancer and okay, you know, nobody wanted the governor of Maryland to have cancer. You know, we were all there, Larry. You don't need to make it political, but of course that's pretty much what he has done to gain his popularity and to retain his popularity. Hey, do you remember? I had cancer. I keep my hair short because I had cancer. Um, you know, it's, it's shameless and it's ridiculous. So Larry Hogan, just, just cut it out. Um, you know, be a man. Uh, anyway, this ding dong was, um, in a barber chair getting his haircut with the caption on Facebook, I'm getting my haircut before the legislature passes its haircut tax. And that's referring to the Kerwin uh, Commission funding proposal, which say, which is looking for a reduction of the state sales tax from 5 to 6% or from 6 to 5% in order to impose that 5% tax on services. And it is a fairly long list of services. Um, you know, Hogan is does a decent job of wanting everything always. Um, he hates Donald Trump, but, you know, his little picture in the chair getting his hair cut, it's kind of a Trump move. It's kind of a dick move. It really is a dick move, in fact. Um, And then he stands up at State of the State, which was one of the most god-awful addresses I'd ever heard. Um, Sounded like I was in the Westminster Toastmasters Club uh, listening to the Tuesday noon meeting. Um, You know, talking about we all want a world-class school system. Well, Larry, if you want kids to be able to have um, good places in which to get an education, if you want them to be able to uh, be in an environment where they can succeed, um, you know, that's gonna cost something that's called money. And, you know, you're the governor. Yeah, I get it. The legislature's Democratic. You're the governor. If the Maryland Republicans are so smart, if they are so bad, if they are so brilliant, and that includes Boyd Rutherford, that includes Barry Glassman, that includes Kelly Schultz, that includes all the rest of them, where's their plan? Where is the Maryland Republican plan to improve the quality of our education system? Where is their Kerwin? Where is the anti-Kerwin? The Republicans in this state have been having it both ways for over 30 years, ever since the time of Kittleman and Flanagan. Majority leader, minority leader, minority whip in the House. This is all that the Republicans in Maryland do, is they complain, complain, complain about the Democrats. Another thing, Hogan complains about 43 straight O'Malley tax increases that the Democrat legislature passed. Larry, how many of them have you turned over? The answer to that is zero. So you hate the fact that O'Malley raised taxes? Okay, fair point. If you hate him so much, turn him over. Who wants to pay more in taxes than they need to? This man makes no sense. And yet 65, 70% of the people, um, approve of him he ran against two historically poor candidates uh there really needs to be something done while we're talking about the dnc fixing itself i mean why how we got the two candidates of anthony brown and ben jealous in these last two elections for the democrats i have no idea but uh something needs to give there soon um ending out this podcast for this evening with a uh, neat little tidbit from the County of Howard. Uh, there is some secret activity going on in Columbia's Main Street. Nobody will say what it is. Uh, although uh, the speculation is running rampant uh, because of the sighting of celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay, uh, who, of course, we all know has a restaurant at the Horseshoe Casino in downtown Baltimore, um, that apparently uh, he may be doing a makeover of a restaurant on Main Street in Delicate City. And uh, we're all going to see what that looks like uh, very, very soon. I believe possibly as soon as Saturday. Uh, So uh, that's interesting. That's a nice little kudo for Ellicott City. A cool thing to have happen. And uh, can't wait to see what it looks like. So uh, good on you, Ellicott City. Um, Good on you, Gordon Ramsay. So thank you for coming. Uh, We like you much more than that dorky uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus who had that little HBO show out here and Complained about how sterile Columbia is. Um, And as if by magic, the sound that we are in a wind tunnel has dissipated. So I believe I will attribute that to both the praising of Gordon Ramsay and the personal condemnation that I just uh, laid uh, towards Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who is not funny, never has been funny. She was only funny on Saturday Night Live. Seinfeld. Here's here's here is a admission for all of you people out there in listener land. I've never watched an episode of Seinfeld. There you go. Uh, that brings to an end tonight's solo podcast performance. And uh, on Saturday, ladies and joins, we are going to have, I know at least one co-host will be with me, possibly both. And we are going to be interviewing Board of Education candidate in District 4 in Howard County, Suzanne Palmer. So uh, looking forward to what should be an interesting and spirited discussion on the next issue of Forward Maryland. Uh, As it is tonight, I hope you enjoyed my freeform Stream of Consciousness episode. And, um, you know, as always, I thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you have a good night, everybody. Take care.